0: church boys
1: so welcome to the show and i'm i'm actually really excited because we have a very special guest today um and she's here with us her name is karen frumpy McFrumper, karen mcfrumperson karen miles um now actually the the woman i'm speaking about is lucas miles who uh, i just got banned from facebook probably for saying that but uh, the reason i'm telling this joke about about our friend lucas is because he looks very frazzled he came on Today the show getting ready to go, and he looked all unkempt, and his hair wasn't done, which is not like him. No. And so we started to ask him what happened, and it turns out, and I don't want to spoil the story. I'm just going to say he had to ask for a manager somewhere. So oh dear, we, it's we true. Knew... Go ahead, it's, tell us
2: what happened. It's true. So, first of all, one <laughs> Thursday a month, I have a meeting that's at like eight fifteen in the morning
1: at a hair and salon, I'm which, is, it's,
2: which is which is his earliest,
0: which is the earliest thing in his schedule anytime during the week.
2: Now I it is now I or anytime during the month. Now I I normally wake up about six thirty or seven, but I like to read for like three hours before I do anything. Okay, what so like I if lives. that gets messed up, wait yeah, the day is out, gone. Time out. So you have already yeah.
0: disra- derailed this story.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: three hours. <laughs> wait, I, haven't well, I read a book sleep, in three
2: years. You
0: sleep in till seven o'clock every morning, I and then read. read for three hours. Yeah, you. What kind this of highfalutin is... church are you preaching at?
2: I don't know. When, when do you like paint your nails, to, to Lucas? No stuff. I know. I, well, I paint my nails while I'm reading. So I have somebody hold the book for me. Okay. Um, and so, uh, you know, I mean, some days it's an hour. Some days God. it's three hours. It just depends. But I'm actually, you know, we're taking some time off this week. So I did the meeting this morning. I mowed the lawn, which I'm a little, like, allergy inflamed right now already. So the day's just Wait, not great. I thought going you had great. a lawn
1: handy. Yeah. Don't well, you have, she came today,
2: ironically, and she was helping Chrissy with the, with. The, we have a little pond, so they worked on the pond while I mowed. They worked a lot harder than I did, actually, that is which bold. is not. It's a wonder surprising. Hey, Chrissy
1: Listen. doesn't drown you in this pond. Yeah,
2: she's say. thinking about it today. Anyway, I'm could
1: so, to tell you. So we go Billy, hey, to a minute. store. Billy, can I say
2: the
0: name little. of the store? Billy, turn your gain up a little bit. Oh, you're can you? <laughs> <laughs> or talk can closer, I say the name of the store? Is that okay? I think that's fine. It's You're okay. at a store. It's a
2: it's, so store. I was at a store called Menards, and they have a little jingle that says, save big money at Menards. All right. And so a box store, like a Home Depot, any of those. So we go there tonight. Now, first of all, we bought a bunch of stuff. We were planning on going for one thing, and we left with $300 worth of stuff. And as we're leaving, we leave the garden center. We being you and Chrissy. Me being me and Chrissy. Now, I am wearing a mask, and we have a county ordinance to wear masks. Uh, It's not in the state, but it is the county. So we're wearing a mask, and Chrissy had a mask with her, but I'll get to that in just a second. As we're leaving the garden center to go towards the register, I see something on the ground that I almost step in, and I point it out to Chrissy. I go, hey, watch that. And I thought it was like looked like a dog threw up. As (laughs) I continue for the next 20 feet, I realize it's poop. Oh, and there is oh human feces down the entire row. Oh, no. Okay.
1: Well, were you surprised that Chris had shown up at Menards? <laughs> Was that surprising? Now, you to would
2: you? think that that would be the thing that would make me go all Karen, but it wasn't. See, I saw that and said, oh, man, somebody's kid. I feel bad. Um, you know, I'm, If I would have stepped in it, I might have felt a little bit differently, but we, we were clear, and so we get to the register – there's a girl there helping us. Um, you know, she's fine, and I tell her, I said, "Hey, you probably don't get somebody saying this every day, but aisle thirteen has poop for like twenty-five feet all oh. the way down it." And and she's like, oh. "Excuse me." I'm like, "Yeah, I think like a little kid. Hopefully, you know, I don't know, could have been <laughs> somebody awful. else fell out of their shorts, crisp. but you know, there's a problem there. You got a, you got a, uh, uh, you know, uh, a little, a little issue, um, and." And, and so she grabs a manager who's kind of like around the register. And so this brings the, re- the manager over to us. Um, and my wife doesn't have a mask on. And so she, as I'm starting to tell her, there's poop on your aisle for 25 feet. <laughs> she cuts me off and she says, you can't be in here without a mask. To which I'm thinking, you can't have a store with poop down the aisle for right. 25 feet. and And I said it's okay. I said, my wife has, you know, medical condition that prevents her from being able to wear a mask for a lengthy period of time, which my wife had open heart surgery. Uh, she's got a, you know, artificial valve and a, uh, a synthetic aorta. And so, you know, she's in, she's in good shape, but you know, a mask for a long period of time, it just creates some issues. So she had one with her, you know, if she, if she had to be in a situation where she was, you know, close to somebody, but we were away from everybody the whole time. So this lady begins to tell me that you can't be in the store without a mask. And she's like, you're going to have to leave. Your husband could stay in here and purchase this. And I said, well, you know, I think there's a thing called HIPAA and there's a thing called um, the American with Disabilities Act Act that I really so did, probably wait, don't need to explain. What did Billy have to What's do with the COVID poop? What,
0: what did Billy have to do with this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard Hi- Hi- hippo. <laughs> oh, yes. No, HIPAA not hippo. Um the so you know I I didn't go like total Karen. I felt like I was very kind, but I just I, I actually was like just assuming that she would go, "Oh, it's okay." I didn't realize she had a medical thing. And her response was um it doesn't matter if you're not healthy enough to wear a mask, then you can't come into the store, which I kind of think is a little bit of a violation of some laws. Uh, so I didn't yell at her. I didn't say anything. I just said, okay. Uh, and then I went over to the register or to the counter after we paid and said, I'd like to talk to a manager. They couldn't when find me. The-
1: wait a minute. When those words came out of your mouth, did any part of you in the moment think I'm, I'm
2: being Karen. a Karen? Yes. Oh, I, I totally did. <laughs> no, I didn't say it like that. I actually said, hey – is it possible to get an email address or a phone number for your manager <laughs> know, to which that's, this late?
1: Lady... That's the same thing. That's, that's I know the it's the same. But thing. I'm here for it. I've I've had many a managers. I, I am like her, a friendly so. Karen. I
2: would like to think so. that I'm like the friendly neighborhood Karen tonight. And so, and and I, it wouldn't be like I probably wouldn't even have cared other than the fact that I was helping them by telling them they had poop on their aisle.
1: What was Chrissy doing during this? That's she what I want to know.
2: Like she just had that's a little bit day. of like a. Okay, you know, like that was it. Like, she it, so Chrissy did not Karen at all. Well. You Karen. Oh yeah, let you Karen. I Karen for her. That's nice. I, I Karen you're for a, her. You're a good yeah. husband.
1: That's that's.
0: I'll take See, it. Here's what, I, yeah. Here's how I imagine him approaching this thing with the manager.
1: Don't you know who I am? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, my wife <laughs> was, would have shielded, which is what happens after Karen goes <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> she would have shielded. And, uh, I thought
2: about yeah, I thought about mentioning county councilmen, and you know that I have a relationship at the governor's office. Did and all you these know sorts I meet things. with
0: the president once a week? Did you?
2: Mention? I do have a call with the president once a week, okay. and so, um. But I'm gonna call the manager tomorrow, and I have to go back there because they there was one of the items I bought was missing a part, so I have to show back up. Now I wanted to in my head just so people realize I know I'm a. I'm the most Christian of the church boys and so they wouldn't expect these kind of thoughts from me. but for one moment, I did think about going to barehand the poop and set it on the counter in protest to what had happened. but you probably I probably would
1: have I, found that missing item in it. I'm assuming that's where it might have been. It probably is definitely <laughs> Do you worse. realize that feces comes up every show somehow? I mean and and today we why. get to talk about a, a wooden tooth too which no, we'll I'm super excited later. about. We'll get to that later. So 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 you left this with being a full out Karen. You have an email address and a number.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna and I I mean I have to go there tomorrow, so I'll probably talk to a manager in person and uh, with a mask on because you know I'm I'm happy to follow the rules and I again I I have no problem wearing my mask because I'm able to. I cannot tell you you
0: can't I cannot tell you how lucky these I at least for me how lucky I would feel if I were the people at Menards and. (laughs)
1: It Isn't was, it Maynards? Can no, we it's, address it's this? No,
2: it is Maynards. They play the commercials here.
1: You're a Save Maynard. Save big listen. money
2: at Maynards. Huh.
1: What a terrible name for us. St- I mean, it's probably I
2: someone's
0: actual name, Billy.
1: It well, is, they, it, it, is it should make- be Maynards.
0: <laughs> so, but if I'm the if I'm the manager at that store, I am thanking <laughs> my lucky stars every day and twice on Sunday that of the of the Miles duo that it was lucas who approached me <laughs> and not chrissy because chrissy oh, yeah seems, i would not want to cross she seems
3: she, she could seems knock somebody out
0: and wonderful oh, but yeah. i'm telling you what if i if i'm standing there and lucas comes up to me i'm like this guy is not a threat if chrissy <laughs> comes up to me i'm like yes ma'am
2: yeah
1: i just
2: i'm capable of giving somebody a throat punch if i need to but she's way more apt to do it, and so that's the reality.
1: I love that she was just like not in her head, like you know what? I'm going to embrace this. And you were like, you know Hold what my beer. you know what it was.
2: <laughs> I she was... I told her. I said, "What? I said you finished the purchase. I'm going to go over here." So like, <laughs> she was, stand- she she was re- standing. She was behind him, checked out, and I like walked to the manager counter.
1: At least they let her check out. Did she? Have- Did she put her mask on at that point?
2: No, I don't think so. She
1: yeah, I mean, care. she just no. doesn't care. I mean, awesome. I and it is it is very interesting. People are very worked up about these masks. You know, in New York City, Chris brought it to my attention. You covered this today, did you not, Chris? Yes, that there is a, there was this ad with, with uh, what's his face? Jason. Jason the, Voorhees. Jason, the, the killer with the mask. The slasher yes.
0: from uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movies.
1: And I don't understand. I watched the ad, and I'm like, what? If people are a terif- can I just make up? If people are terrified of the government and they're so, of, or listen. they're frustrated the government's mandating a mask why is the government or anybody employing an advertisement that would invoke I know. a murderous psychopath I know. wearing a
2: mask here's what they're thinking most people that don't want to wear a mask are conservatives and all conservatives like Friday the 13th that's know, that's what their thought process this is, is
0: this is this is created for New York for like New York City it's designed for them it's created by a New York ad agency it says Wear a mask, That's New disturbing. York. So here, I'll, let's play a little bit. It's only a minute long. Okay. And we can narrate it as it goes along. So it's Jason Voorhees, and he's standing. and It opens with him attempting to hail a cab. Oh, just, a, just a second. My door is open over here. Hey, just, just, Colty, would you close the door, please? Don't
1: Thanks, you love please. how I love that this is like the world that we live in now? Is that there are just children lurking everywhere? Oh, they are the
2: worst. <laughs> Your kid wasn't at Menards worst. tonight Nile. 13, were they? She, both yeah. of
1: them probably <laughs> took a dump and then flew back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can't. That is, I'm going to every so, job I sounds, have. To be honest, that does sound like an Ava move.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. Old school
1: Ava would have... would have de- Actually, Ava's very prim and proper. Lily, though, she would take a dump meant, and not I'm even sorry, get, meant, have any I shame. <laughs> I meant Lily. I had yeah, Ava oh, Lily's brain. got no shame in her no, game. No. no.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so this ad, this PSA from, um, from Ogilvy Health is, It starts out, it's Jason Voorhees And he's trying to hail a cab Let's see if we can make this work now He's waving his hand It's not easy This is Jason speaking
1: The mask kind of makes people yeah, uncomfortable Yeah,
0: could you kill that? A woman dodges him
3: I don't have much of a social life Central park. I wish people uh, could Katie see me for who I am Just trying to fit in
0: Doing so a crossword on the park bench
3: Be a good friend. Make a living. I know. The whole chainsaw
4: thing. The woods. Sneaking up on people. I get it. I don't have the best reputation. But the thing is,
3: behind the mask, I'm just a regular guy. I'm not scary at all.
0: Girl comes up and hands him a mask while he's sitting in the park, and it's like, and it fades out and says, "Wearing a mask can be scary, but not wearing one can be deadly." Mask up, New York.
1: And can I address something? Anybody who adds the words "I have a cat" and "I'm not scary" together—no offense, Lucas—is scary. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs>
0: That—that's. That, I'm that's kidding. Cats are wonderful. Of, that's somehow evidence of someone not being scared. But I don't understand. It seems counterintuitive to say. Masks aren't scary, just the people who wear them. I don't know.
1: I don't. I <laughs> so I, I don't. I don't I know understand. what they were going for I there. It doesn't
0: make. I, but here's the here's the deal. I watched it and I smiled and I enjoyed it because I like Jason Voorhees. Now I don't like slasher movies. I don't like 40 the 13, Friday the Thirteenth. But he's a he's an American icon, right? I mean, yeah, it's like and sure. it's funny to see this guy and the way they have people react to him is is clever. But I didn't get. I didn't understand the point of the. I mean, I'm too stupid. Clearly,
1: I didn't smile because he wrote a subway, first of all, which I don't do. But second of all, which is, those I'm should be looking closed. at it. Those should and be I'm th- closed. it just didn't make it didn't make a lot of sense to me. I guess the thing with the masks. Right. And I know I understand people are very frustrated about this. Right. Because a lot of people don't want to wear them. I also am very sympathetic to the argument that if we can right? some people have medical issues, if we yeah. can, we really probably should. Right. And yeah. there probably wouldn't be mandates if people just did it. And part of the part of the and I understand. Let's get into the whole debate over government power, because I know you two are going to go there. Um, oh, they're they're leaning in and everything. This is great. I, so All right, go ahead.
0: I'm not I might not be where you think I am on this. I mean, you are well, closer I, to actually, me on it. Actually, you do know because you and I have talked about it. Yeah. But I'm curious, yeah. Lucas, you're going to be more you're going to be I'm going to be between the two of you. I am pretty sure your thoughts.
2: So so let me go pastor mode on it first. You know, the Bible says that the law makes sin increase. So when I was told, you know, by the governor's office, hey, if you're able to wear a mask, please do. Um, you know, it helps out. Uh, there's evidence to support it. You know, we're not going to take people. We're not going to find people. We're not going to mandate it across the state. But, uh, you know, if you're able to it helps us out. I wanted to wear a mask every day because I wasn't being required. I didn't feel like there was penalty if I didn't. But I was happy to be part of it when my county that is, you know, leftist uh, ran says that we're going to start finding people and keeping you out of retail stores. If you don't have a mask on and went against kind of the state's recommendations for it, that all of a sudden feels restrictive. And so and, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, there's a mandate. But the whole nature of HIPAA or America's Disability Act or whatever is that people don't have the right to ask you. You know, do you have a medical reason why you're not wearing a mask? And so there's a lot of other violations. By creating one rule, we're all of a sudden now breaking other laws that have been part of our system for a long time. And I think that it it makes people want to not wear one because they're being forced to wear one.
1: Right. It's human nature. Well, right? New York, New York's handling of this has been interesting because they – from what I understand, the current law, it's never been enforceable with penalties. So it, it was mandated, and they were asked to enforce it. But what Cuomo did, which was sort of interesting and in some ways could be argued slight sort of a conservative move. I know you guys might not agree, but he allowed stores. He had an executive order that allowed stores to make the decision. So Lucas, for instance, that store in New York, Menards, would have the right to say no. Like well, He they actually had gave that right, businesses but they that, had that
0: right. They had that right beforehand, right? You mean I don't it was the mask. codified
2: do you think that a medical condition trumps store policy in that situation is there an argument for that I know none of us are attorneys but what do you think
0: I think there's well, probably an to. argument for it I mean it's the same thing with you can't bring an animal in the store <laughs> unless it's a you know seeing eye dog whatever so there are exceptions made for these things so here's where I I I don't know I am I think masks are silly and I feel like a, I feel like a rube when I wear one Right. And so but I will tell I will fully admit right here, my reason for not wearing a mask is all about me. It is not about it, it, has, it. There's no actually rational thought behind it. It is simply I don't want to be told what to do. And I feel like a rube. I feel like an idiot. Those are my two. Re- those are my two main reasons for not wanting to wear one. Those are not good enough reasons. If indeed masks are effective. Those aren't good enough reasons to not.
2: You know, I was talking to a group of pastors today. I do a Thursday call with about 10 different pastors from across the country and uh, after the White House call. And uh, <laughs> the um, we're talking about, you know, in churches, what they're starting to do is kind of the bracelets of the little giving everybody these rubber bracelets with a green, red or yellow. So you kind of pick the color on what level of like social interaction you're ready for. So if you have the green bracelet, somebody comes up and they can give you a hug. If you have... You know, a yellow, it's I want to be a little bit cautious. And if I have a red, it means please don't talk to me or touch me, which Billy should have on like every day. Oh, I'd like to send him a box of those, please.
1: (laughs) I mean, I will say this and I'm going to be the crazy person here, but I am going to say it is remarkable to watch this because who knows? And who knows? I'm not saying the end is upon us. But what I'm saying, what I will say is that it is going to be remarkably easy. People are going to be lining up to take that mark whenever that (laughs) like all of this stuff really does actually make you think like, you could think of it in terms of science fiction if you don't want to believe the Bible. But um, when you start to think through some of these end times theories and the and theologies that people have, you watch all of it. and You're like, wow, this is really like we are very conditioned now to do certain things. Not that we mm-hmm. shouldn't be. Right. But um, it is interesting because, again, in New York, Chris, your question was where businesses allowed you that before. No, not until like May 28th. So that was pretty recent in the last month. Cuomo gave businesses the right. Now, I don't see anything about medical issues here. What is fascinating, though, is that we've had an entire debate for years now about whether bakers should be able to avoid making certain products. And now we're telling people, you can't even come in without a mask, right? So it's sort of interesting. Like, where does the business – I would always argue the business actually does have a right to – Produce or st- I, I wouldn't actually argue in favor of diners turning people away from eating in general for no other reason other than the, sc- the color of their skin or something. I mean, that's crazy. But I would say if there's a medical condition or issue or there's some sort of religious objection to a product that you would have the right as a business owner not to, to do that. So anyway,
0: well, and I look at it as I believe that the mask thing is going to be temporary. I I hope it is. I understand the arguments against, you know, being told what to do. And I understand the, where does this, where does this, what's the next step? What's the next thing they're going to mandate? You know? So I understand all of the incremental concerns. I have those, I have those incremental concerns, but those, with that said, I have, I don't feel like my rights are yet being violated. I don't think, I don't, I don't know, but I look at it kind of as a temporary, you're adding a line to no shoes, no shirt, no service that that's what you're doing temporarily we're adding no shoes no shirt no mask no service and right right and i and i think that that is not an unfair thing to do in this unique situation the the problem becomes what's going to be the next quote unique situation i don't know i, I don't, right. it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all to see the government the left and the right by the way completely abuse this authority that would not surprise me at all and I understand people's concerns about control. I totally understand it. But I don't know.
1: Well, well, I'd like to cancel you both. So so did you hear
0: what the president, <laughs> president said today about masks? I've stopped no. listening to the president. Okay, so he No, I want to hear. Okay, so he was hear. being interviewed on Fox Business. I can't remember the guy's name, but I, I pulled the I pulled part of the clip. And this is he's asked about masks, and he's he's like, I'm okay with masks before he'd kind of said we don't need them or he's kind of given that indication refused to wear them except that one time he was seen in the in the wasn't in a in a in a in a automobile plant or some sort of factory where he had one on so the world has seen him in a mask so anyway he's asked about masks and his thoughts on so let's play this real quick.
4: I'm all for masks. I think masks are good. I would wear, if I were in a group of people and I was close. You would wear one. Oh, I would, I would, oh, I have. I mean, people have seen me wearing one. If I'm in a group of people where we're not, you know, 10 feet away and, but usually I'm not in that position and everyone's tested because I'm the president. They get tested before they see me. But if I were in a tight situation with people, I would absolutely. Do you think the public will see that at some point?
0: Okay, so listen, this is where it gets good.
4: I'd have no problem. Actually, I, I had a mask on. I sort of liked the way I looked. Okay. I thought it was okay. It was a dark black mask, and I thought it looked okay. It looked like the Lone Ranger. But, uh, no, I have no problem with it. I think, uh, and if people feel good about it, they should do it.
0: What, <laughs> what was that? Just let me play this. I, I clipped this part. Just one more time here.
4: I mean, I'd have no problem. Actually, I, I had a mask on. I sort of liked the way I looked. Okay. I thought it was okay. It was a dark, black mask, and I thought it looked okay. It Looked like the Lone Ranger, but uh, no, I have no problem with it.
1: Was he two, wearing like a Hamburglar mask? Right, I'm so, very confused. So that's what
0: I'm. That's what I'm confused by. You. You two are both younger than I, slightly at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, was I watched a his, lot of Lone Ranger he, growing
1: up. Was he? It's an eye mask. Was he the Hamburglar?
0: Yeah. Was he wearing? Was he wearing this mask over his? Okay, so eyes. In,
2: here we As goes, I here recall, go. go ahead. Okay, he's gonna defend recall, go ahead. the Lone Ranger wore typically the eye mask, but then at times I think had the band didn't he have a bandana he, he put over his of, mouth? He
0: had a fancy round he had one around his neck because he was a fancy lad.
1: I don't ever when, remember
0: him putting it up over his face. I think
1: he, I don't know. It was an it was an eye mask, Lucas. I I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. No, he
2: definitely had the eye mask. But,
1: but the but the president just got mixed up because it was a black mask, black mask and that's and that's fine. I just thought it was kind of funny. He's not known for getting mixed up, which is very concerning. I'm starting to wonder yeah, about that. He's not yes. Um, he's not at all. He's not at all no, for getting mixed up. Wait, stand, wait what
4: was that I'm it googling was the dark. Lone Ranger and there's I not black black a face mask. mask, mask looks okay. Looks like know, the Lone Ranger
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can we like address so so Lucas, I actually do I think there's some interesting things. I don't want to go on a Trump rampage here, you know, in right. terms of talking about him. But but it is interesting because his approval ratings are are fairly low. Um Obamas were at, Obama had a forty-five percent approval rating at this point in his presidency before the reelection in 2012, right? Um, Trump's actually not that much further below him. I don't think pe- I think people like live in this dreamland where they think Obama had like a ninety percent approval rating. He was at forty five percent. If you'll recall, there was a lot of speculation. No president had won, I believe, an election. I could be wrong, but had won an election, a re election with approval ratings that were that low at the time. Right. Um now Trump's at thirty nine percent. The average has him at forty one point five. So he is behind Obama, but do you think if the election were held today, Lucas, that he would win?
2: I think that if there weren't mail-in votes, I would I would lean towards I still think that he would win. You, so um, I'll, I'll wait the on, mail-in so vote thing is what is what worries me. Like a
0: fraud kind of thing, or
2: yeah, I just well, uh, fraud and also people that would typically go ah, I'm not going to go vote. I don't want to get in the mess. All of a sudden, it becomes gotcha. you know voting becomes easier to do yeah. that, and because I think apathy keeps a lot of people out of the polls. I agree. Um and on both sides, uh. So you know, I mean, it, it's. I'll just say this: I'm glad the election's not today.
1: Well, let's talk about the fact that Texas has them almost neck and neck.
2: They're and almost and
1: neck he's, and neck in and he's Texas. Behind in almost every in, poll.
0: He's behind in almost every poll in in every battleground state right now.
1: And Trump in is. Fox News, has Biden up by one in their last poll in in Texas. In Texas, Jeez. in Texas. Speaking now, of Texas, now Trump's up two point five. I mean, this is the thing. And I know I don't want to step on your toes, Lucas, because I know that, you know, he's your favorite. But (laughs) but at the end of the day, if he does not do something like stop being crazy on Twitter and actually address the issues before us, he's going to lose. And it's so easy. Address the issues. Talk to the country. People don't want to be talked to on Twitter anymore. They want a president who's going to rise up, stand up. They're afraid. They're tired. They're exhausted. You know, I don't I just don't know why he doesn't do it. Mention it on the call next time, Lucas. Tell them.
2: I will. I will see what I can do. Now, for the record, for the record, I don't know if anybody else. You might not find this anywhere else, but Lee Powell.
0: Oh Lord, that is a that well, is clearly a doctored photo. That is clearly no, a it, photo that you doctored. This is from so that you could Naval so you could History
2: bring Blog, <laughs> and. The uh yeah, Lee Powell is Lone Ranger. I think he was the first one, 1938. I, I'm so. I'm not participating. This, 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 in still, this, that's but
0: not, I will t- still that's not. I mean, what look, he was it's, not the, to. it's not
2: the typical Lone Ranger. Everybody else pictures. Did he mean the? Ma- I mean, it doesn't matter. But I <laughs> did find funny. One picture. It's just it funny. funny. I'm not going to fault him. I'm no. not going to fault people. Him miss, miss I will say I want him to
1: rise up like the phoenix from the ashes and be the president we want him to be. We
2: need a Mockingjay. We really need a Mockingjay. And why do we need him to win?
1: judges right oh oh wait actually well wait a minute well i I actually am gonna make the argument for the judges because here's the thing these are five four cases and now you've got somebody who's decided to go loosey-goosey and you have a real chance to rein that in if at if at any point i actually think there's a stronger case for judges right now than there was last time around, because, and I, because and I of will the example that, that, that
0: he now. gave us on the ones that he selected, is that what you're saying? The,
1: well, the ones he selected voted the right way. No, Gorsuch, vote, Gorsuch,
0: Gorsuch wrote the bad opinion on the gay on adding gays to the Civil Rights Act.
1: Okay, so that's he's, Gorsuch. But
0: on the other, the on the other of all the cases in the most recent slate of opinions that came down, the worst one was, yeah, uh, most people would say was the adding. Uh, homosexuals, sure, okay. LGBT, to to the Civil Rights Act. Outside and of he that, outside that of that,
1: outside of that. Okay, the other issues they have not been terrible on, and Roberts is the real problem. So if you oh, were going, yeah. it is. And, and by the way, it's not just the Supreme Court. He has transformed, and everybody has but said I think, this. I think the federal Roberts, judiciary. But I think Roberts. To the
0: point. I think Roberts was going to vote the right. Would see the 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 adding LGBT, LGBT, seven six five four three two one to the Civil Rights Act. Adding, adding that classification to the Civil Rights Act, I do believe that Roberts was going to vote against it had Gorsuch voted against it, and here's why I think that. It wound up being 6-3. If Roberts votes the other way, it's 5-4, right? But because he's, he, because, because he's the, the uh, uh, chief justice, chief. Chief justice yep. whatever side he's on, if he's on the prevailing side, he assigns who writes the opinion, right? If he had voted in the minority and Gorsuch voted in the majority and it was a 5-4 decision, Gorsuch isn't writing that decision anymore. It's uh, it's going to be, it, w- it would be assigned most likely by uh, uh, RGB, right? Or RBG. She, she's going to be the one who assigns it or probably the one who writes it. And so Gorsuch doesn't. So Roberts, my understanding is, m- the way that strategic people have talked about it is that Roberts voted with the majority in order to assign the decision to Gorsuch so and then so that Gorsuch would write it as limited as possible, which I don't think he did,
1: but, but I think it was more limited than what uh, Ginsburg would have done. But don't you guys think, when you, when you put this into perspective, I know everyone's like, and I said the same thing, oh, the courts, great job, you know, but the reality is all other court appointees, Trump, Trump has transformed the judiciary more than any other president probably has in recent memory outside of the Supreme Court and I would actually argue that I don't think it's an invalid argument to make. Okay, well, we've got a problem on the court. They're not going to always vote the way you want them to. And if you've got one or two who are up and particularly people who might have been very problematic to the right, it's a better argument to have Trump in there for that than it is.
0: Right. And I will I will agree with you. I will grant that Gorsuch and Kavanaugh both are both better than anybody that Hillary would have named or that anybody that Biden will name. I so d- I, I totally just think agree.
1: it's actually a stronger argument at this point,
0: but well, I don't. I think it. I think the argument's weakened a little bit simply because Gorsuch betrayed him.
2: I think. But Gorsuch what
1: about should, the other appointees that aren't Supreme Court? Aren't well, yeah, Supreme I mean those Court
2: and, like the yeah. district courts oh, yeah, and federal right. courts and, right. all, those and all those things. Yeah. So like, you know those. It, I mean, we're definitely in a better position than than we would have been. I mean, the problem is that the both the right and the left are moving away from, you know, are it's just it's becoming more widely accepted to move away from certain things that you know values that conservatives and especially christians have held to so we have a drift left for both parties
1: because they never actually held to those things no
2: yeah right yeah they're conservative for conservative sake or whatever and that you know so so you know we're starting to see that and i mean um look roberts is you know he's he's a he's a bush guy Bush has made it real clear, you know, where he stands on uh, so on Trump. A,
0: but Alito was a Bush at a point. And Alito might be, other than Thomas, the best, the best guy we've had in a long time. I mean, Alito yes, is that, great. I'd agree with that. And he's talking about, now there's this rumor about it, that came out yesterday or today, that he's talking about retiring before the election. Because huh. he's tired of being in Washington. He's been on the court for, what, 14, 15 years? He's ready uh-huh. to be done. And they want to move. They want to get out of D.C. They're tired of being here. So that would not be good. So now he's looking at, do I, do I wait, right? Is is Trump going to lose? Because I certainly don't want Biden replacing me. I mean, that's got to be what what uh, what Alito is thinking. But that'd, that'd be kind of and uh, plus Thomas is not getting any <laughs> younger.
1: There's, we well, got two the, I mean, problems. The, yeah. the two most yeah. conservative guys on the court. So this is what I'm saying. How is it not still a great argument? Like so, I think, yeah, yeah. Right. you've I mean, won me over, Billy. It's.
2: Uh,
0: I think it's still. I think it's still the best argument for Trump. Still the best argument. I think Gorsuch weakened the argument. Still the best argument.
1: I mean, Trump is crazy. I'm sorry, he's crazy. But I mean, he's also lovable at moments, and then cringeworthy at other many other moments and then there are we days feel that I'm way like,
2: about you so i mean it's uh it's yes. very good so i mean yeah.
1: i mean we're living in a cartoon though and i think that i mean i the debates <laughs> i am living for these debates with these two i cannot oh, it's gonna be there's late. one in south bend it's at notre dame are you gonna uh, go it's
2: only it's only students i'm thinking about trying to get accepted <laughs> to the school <laughs> and roll. go into debt just so i can go to it so I'm, maybe i can get a media pass so hmm
0: if we want to go on, we wanted to talk about cancel culture today, right? We
1: Did we ever start
2: the show?
0: We should start the show, and then we can get into whatever else you guys want to talk about. But let's start the show. That's been and I just
2: want to say, if anybody else has found any strange things in the aisles at Menards, please <laughs> write us and let us know. All right, start the show. Okay. Oh, wait, <laughs> the said,
0: shards. Now I've put myself <laughs> on the wrong page here. Okay, And now we'll start the show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen.
4: Hello! From the sublime to the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. Billy Hollowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field. Fat guy in little cards. Let me tell you why I suck. Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw, I've interrupted happy time. The Church Boys.
1: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys.
0: All right, now we've got the show started. I feel better about myself. Billy, you've so been what you wanted. The last time we talked, you wanted to bring up cancel culture. Is that where you want yeah. to go now, or do you want to go anywhere
1: else? I'm sorry, cancer culture. You cancer mean? culture. Cancer culture. Yeah, I just you know this this whole notion. And and it's funny, because a lot of people have said that evangelicals have perfected this. This is something that I've been seeing a lot, even among Christians. There's somebody we know, Lucas, who I won't name, who posted—you probably saw this—on Facebook. You know, oh, it's so funny, because evangelicals, you know, they're the ones who perfected this, and now it's being used against evangelicals and many others. But this idea that we have to destroy somebody if we disagree with them, if they say—or If they've made a mistake and they've legitimately said something terrible in their past or done something terrible in their past, that we then have to dig through their tweets and destroy them over and over and over again until they're so afraid, they don't want to be on social, they don't want to speak out. And it's essentially a way of silencing people, right? I mean, that's what it's become. Absolutely. so I don't know where you guys are on this, but I'm I'm really disturbed by it. And I find it not listen, if you've done something wrong, let me just clarify this. You need to apologize. I think you should apologize for it. If you said something horrific, the right thing to do is say, you know what? I'm I I apologize and we change and we make mistakes. I did so many things in my early 20s. Chris, you were like an altar boy. I was not I great never in my mistake, early
4: twenties.
1: <laughs> I <was>, I, <laughs> I've done things that I'm ashamed of, right? So at the end of the day, to be canceled for that when you've changed, it just like we have no redemption in culture. So
0: I, I guess my question, my question is:
1: Are you talking about people who said
0: something horrific in the past and maybe have never apologized for it, but their life has clearly changed, or maybe their life more, maybe their life has clearly changed, or somebody that? See, my problem with cancel culture is when you're canceling people for simply having a difference of opinion, right? Well, that's the, my real the issue. The liberals with who are canceling people who are conservatives because they have yes. the conservative views it's something else to me if if you're on video browbeating well as as you would expect miles when he's dealing with the help at his house just browbeating the help right if you're caught on video doing that right if 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 it comes out that the, and if a few years ago you were browbeating the help you know lucas and then your church, your church, or your church board finds—I don't know if you have a board or not. Your church board finds out about it. They're we going, do have a board, right, Lucas? This is not what we expect from our pastor, right? This is really disturbing. There is something to be said for you represent this organization, this business, this 501c3, whatever. You represent us, and if that's the way that you have a history of acting, we're going to have to go ahead and part ways, right? Is it? I mean, there, there is a difference
2: every every company and organization has that choice. But the problem is that we're not allowing that to be the board's choice anymore or yeah. the company's choice that now it's the mob's choice. And so we have a collective board, which is called Twitter and everybody's mm-hmm. casting their votes. And then the, the real board or management at a company or CEO or whatever is basically just tallying those votes at the end of the day and folding to whichever side they think is, you know, most important. So, I'm waiting for Terry Crews to get canceled from AGT, Jeez. you know, because of his statements uh that have been counter a lot of what, you know, yeah. uh, uh the the mob has has, you know, pushed. I just saw a video on on I'm going to embarrass myself here. I just saw a video on TikTok um <laughs> that uh uh you know, and it it showed this it was a conservative guy doing the video, but it shows this girl who just lost her job. And she's like, Oh my gosh, all the Trump supporters just made me is lose that, my it's job. Harvard and exactly girl. what she they wanted Did you see this Harvard. one? Yep. Yep. And then, you know, he goes, okay, let's show what really happened. And then she's like walking there and she's like, if anybody disagrees with me, I'm going to stab you with a knife and like saying all this sort of stuff. And, you know, but she's making it sound like that, you know, she just lost her job because people said all lives matter or whatever it was.
1: Well, that's different, right? That's it's, not it's what it's I'm contemporaneous, referring to. Yes, that, right? That's something different. I'm, I think that you are, th- Look if we do something terrible there's a consequence to what we do sure what i'm the two things i'm concerned about one reaching back into the past to grab something that does not reflect the person that somebody is now okay and when you do that i'm not saying you shouldn't be accountable for the things you've done in the past but what i am saying is that if something happened 10 years ago that you've become a christian or you've changed your life and it doesn't reflect and somehow that comes out in some way mm-hmm. i do think that there's suddenly this lack of redemption. And it makes sense. Culture doesn't understand forgiveness and redemption. It's not in our DNA, if we're not believers, really, to fully understand that. Not that people who aren't believers can't forgive, but my point is we're seeing, I think, the results of a lack of forgiveness. Now, again, there's a line that you can cross. I think this is generally being used to silence people who the left just disagrees with. So that's my main issue. But I also do think there's something to that. You know, I saw a story this week of somebody who— is is pretty prominent online in the conservative world, and there's apparently some hit piece that's coming out on them, and and he put out a statement saying, "Look, I did I did a lot of things years ago when I was in college. I regret them. Um, they don't reflect who I am now, and I do think there can be truth to that. And so to then destroy that person if if they've overcome these things, I don't know. There's there's something about that make that makes me a little uncomfortable.
2: You know, I, I I've always said that I think you know bill clinton was kind of the master at getting in front of the story you know when he came out and talked about before the news broke it or at least before it was you know really widely you know talked about that he had um smoked weed and you know but he kind of had the famous well i smoked but i didn't inhale Mm -hmm. you know statement and so You know, that I think made a lot of people kind of beloved him because he was willing to acknowledge something that was perceived at the time. Now it wouldn't nobody would even care. Nobody would ask the question, you know, but that was perceived at the time to be a a very wrong thing. And and so, you know, he gave an acknowledgement. He kind of tipped his hat to it. And but, you know, found a way out to basically say, well, yeah, it was I flirted with that, but I wasn't as bad as everybody else, you know, and so it it uh, he kind of came in front of the story. The, the problem, I mean, obviously, if, if somebody if it comes out that somebody did something illegal, you know, we have kind of the 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 accusations that got against, you know, um, uh, you know, of, of let's say sexual harassment or something like that. You know, I understand the outrage and people saying, well, this guy shouldn't be on TV or should, you know, there should be repercussions. And everybody has a right to, you know, use their voice to try to, you know, make a change. But when we are judging today's when we're judging the past based upon today's morality, that's where it becomes problematic, because, you know, even when I was a kid, you know, I I, I never that I can recall ever wore, you know, blackface. But nobody would have ever thought about that. Right. You know, and I and I'm not that old. And so, you know, that's that's certainly not as old as Chris. no. (laughs) Well, I don't have wooden teeth. So, yes, Um, that's only been a uh, that that's only been a very recent thing. And so we're judging the past by, you know, today's sort of, you know, uh, standards. And I think that's where it becomes really unfair, you know, in those situations.
4: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think a legal issue like what you described. Yeah, those are I'm talking more about. Statements that were made or things that were wrong. I mean, I have said some things that I'm like, why would I ever say? You know, but I was in a bad place or I wasn't living my life the right way. And I think back, nothing, nothing that I think would get me canceled. But that was
2: just like last week's show, too. I mean, mean, right? Yeah,
1: (laughs) talking about yeah. But I think all sorts (laughs) of different things. But I I think my biggest problem with
0: it isn't so much the businesses who are caving, though. I wish the businesses had more, had bigger balls on this, frankly. I wish I wish they were stronger on it and would stand up a little more. Uh, But I also won't fall to business saying, listen, we don't want to be associated with that. So you're out, Claytis. I mean, that's and that's what has to happen. That's what has to happen. My they have the right. Yeah, totally right. right to do it. My biggest issue is that the attitude behind the people who are doing the cancel culturing and they're doing the things that the the two attitudes that drive me crazy are one as though it's their business. Right. Number one, it isn't your business. Leave it the frick alone. It's not your business.
1: Because they want to cancel people. Right. They the love problem, destroying
0: people's lives. Right. And the other part is, and and, and it couples with that is they love destroying people's lives, but they want to silence people they don't agree with, right? So yeah. And that's my biggest issue. It's the attitude behind it, right? I don't have and a problem and with the
2: hypocrisy, you know, if, that happens there.
0: Right. If you're just if you're if you're Jobel on the street and you you don't have a dog in the fight as far as you know, not liking somebody's voice out there, but you're like. Dude, this this guy has said this this and this, and he kind of he he kind of he goes to the same church I do, or he's he's a leader in my church, or a leader in the business. I you know you, maybe then you go to somebody and say is this okay? But as far as the attitude behind of we gotta we gotta silence this person, that's a problem. That's and yeah. that's what, well, I mean, pissed, yeah, you
1: know. and I think it's toxic, and especially when it's being used to shut down viewpoints that up until a couple of years ago, were viewpoints that many of the people looking to condemn others were holding. So it becomes this strange thing. Suddenly... You have a new viewpoint, and it's okay for you to—and here's the thing. You never win a battle. You win in the short term when you shut people down. You don't win in the long term when you shut people down because what it does is it silences people, and then it gives you people like Trump for president because that's exactly what (laughs) happened in 2016 is that a lot of people stayed silent and voted for the person who wasn't Hillary silently. Um and, and I think that it just it doesn't create a good dynamic. We should be a culture that can speak, disagree, and when you're so threatened by the other side that you wanna shut them down without without having the fortitude and goodwill to actually engage in a conversation, you're just lazy and you kinda suck.
0: Yeah. Well, here's so here let me and this kind of transitions to another topic that Billy and I had talked about earlier today. And I think that I like your take on it, um, Lucas, if we Is this we about your peg topic. tooth? No, but we can get to that too. We're gonna get to that. So, I, I find it interesting that 10 years ago, when the debate over gay marriage was really, you know, up and at them, right? And we're having—do we have a—should we have a constitutional amendment to protect marriage? Whatever. The people who were pro-traditional marriage, anti-gay marriage, which count me in that cr- that crowd, made the argument that, uh, that if you legalize gay marriage, it's going to lead to all sorts of other things that we don't—we have as a society have decided we don't like, including— Polygamy. Right. And we were told then that we're bigots for thinking that there were homophobes that we hate that we hate other people. And so that's 10 years ago, let's say if five if five years ago, someone had dug up my tweet or something or something that I had written about how, listen, you you allow gay marriage. What's going to stop you from allowing polygamy? They'd run me out of town as a hater and insisted that I'd be fired from whatever job I happened to be holding at the time. Right based on a five-year-old tweet about a topic (laughs) now today we're proven right right because there's the that massachusetts city council said we're going to recognize you know polygamous relationships as as some sort of whatever but now but now that's right so what do you do so what does today what what should the cancel culture of today what should the people of today who were pro cancel culture tell me of five years ago about the thing that me of 10 years ago wrote the guy that you canceled
1: well, they would tell you they are glad they canceled you because you shouldn't have any viewpoint that isn't theirs. Except, for, so the now, except for the fact that now,
0: except for the fact that now I'm right and they actually happen to agree. Yeah, gay marriage that allows for polygamy. So well, wasn't this say, something now, so now that was
1: actually in the majority ten years, opinion ten years ago. If you, And I don't. Yeah. The majority opinion on that case did they not say in that opinion we will have to revisit this? I don't remember. There's something the exact along wording. those lines, yeah. And the dis- right and the dissent because was,
0: of this, right? And, and Clarence Thomas has dissented, and he he said, "Do you realize what we're opening the door to here?" So 10 years ago, we're right, we were right then, and we were hated for it. Five years later, we would have been cancel cultured for, for having that opinion. And then five years after that, we'd, they'd have been standing up next to us. Yep, you were right. But like, you just hated me for being right. And you said that I was wrong 10 years ago. And that's,
1: and that's well, what cancel yeah.
0: There's no consistency to cancel culture either. There
1: is no logic to it at all. Well, without the, it, without the gospel as the basis of tr- – without truth based on God, you just have a moving, fluid culture, and that's what we're uh, – culture is just going – it's like a river. It's just going to flow, and And I think that's what we're watching happen in front of us right, right. now because Absolutely. it's relativism, I and mean, that's all this is. Yep. Yeah, but I that mean, doesn't work.
2: I, I sent to you guys this week um, that Sean, Sean Dawson uh, uh, YouTube episode where he's talking about – you know, uh, pedophilia and, and, you know, this, this attractiveness that he has for this. And, you know, again, five years ago, 10 years ago, that guy would have been totally shut down. I don't know the full reaction. I haven't followed what, you know, kind of the Twitter world has said about him, but, you know, I mean, his host is just kind of laughing and going, oh, you can't say that stuff. And, you know, I mean, it's really kind of really off color, super, super, just vile stuff about young kids and babies. Yeah. And here we have now. And this is exactly the stuff that the right was warning about 10 years ago. And here we are. So and I I think, you know, Billy, to your point, you know, when you don't have a true north, you know, it's just going to go wherever it goes.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about that, about that story, but it is but it is interesting because I feel like the problem with all this, though, with the relativism, right? It's like, oh, anybody's opinion goes. But then the minute that somebody who's conservative has an opinion or somebody with traditional views has an opinion, that's not an okay opinion. Well it's like, well, everybody everybody exactly. puts their line in the sand somewhere, right? So you just yeah. have to choose where that is. You don't get to say there that any opinion goes because that's not realistic. Do we say, oh ISIS, it's okay, do what you do because you're you get to make your own morality. No, we say it's insane. You're barbaric. You're crazy. And right. so I just it's this whole thing to me is just chaos. I it mean
0: is. it's utter chaos. Yeah. Which is, which is exactly, which is scriptural, which is exactly the way that mankind has always operated. It's, in fact, the way that God set things up, right? It's called entropy, right, Lucas? I mean, it's the the second law of thermodynamics. Yep. Everything decays, everything does, including, by the way, our morality, if it isn't grounded in anything and isn't consistently kept, kept, uh, kept up. Which is exactly which is what we saw in when in Seattle with the chop or the chaz or whatever. Hey, the chaz in Seattle—that was that was absolute asininity It was ridiculous what was happening there. It was craziness, <laughs> and it wasn't shut down until the mayor mayor Durkin, until she decides that oh they're threatening my house now. Now we'll go ahead and take care of this problem. Now we'll go ahead and force you know. Y- Put a little beat down on the, on the protesters. Not until, not, not until my home's threatened. Now, she had a legitimate reason. She was a former DA, and she's got, she's, her, her address was being kept secret on purpose because of past criminals, people she's prosecuted that keep it secret. That, with that said, it took her property, her life, her family being threatened right. for her to make a move. Anyway, drives me crazy. So these people who are threatening, Ugh. which leads us to remember this. So we talked about this cop, right? This cop in Florida. We had talked about the, the cop and the sheriff yes. in Florida, yeah, yeah, uh, in Clay County. Okay, so because we want to get to this, and then we can talk about the teeth or whatever else you guys want to talk about. So this this is a there's a a sheriff in Clay County, Florida. His name is uh, Daryl Daniels, and he put out a video this week, standing with about twenty other cops, sending a little message to the the ne'er-do-wells the people who would dare to maybe protest violently bring down riots and all sorts of other things and saying that it was complete nonsense and we're not going to stand for it here he talks about how the cops in clay county have a good relationship with the people in their county that, that he t- he does and i clipped it out of this i just grabbed a couple small clips from this he does talk about godlessness and that man that god's going to rise up raise up people for for our time as this and th- th- you're looking at him is what he says but he does he does have a nice little warning for the people who dare to be uh misbehaving let's say in clay county
3: i just wanted to take a stand with these men and with these women who feel the same way that i do lawless
0: did i mention he's a black republican i don't think that i did
3: lawlessness that's unacceptable in this country lawlessness that's unacceptable in clay county and if you threaten to come to clay county and think that for one second that we'll bend our backs for you, you're sadly mistaken. Yes, we'll protect your constitutional rights as long as you remain under the umbrella of peaceful protest or peaceful march. But the second that you step out from up under the protection of the Constitution, we'll be waiting on you and we'll give you everything you want. All the publicity, all the pain, all the glamour and glory for all that five minutes will give you. Is it a threat? Absolutely not. But somebody has to step up in front of the camera and say, enough is enough. And if we can't handle you, you know what I'll do? I'll exercise the power and authority as a sheriff, and I'll make special deputies of every lawful gun owner in this county. And I'll deputize them for this one purpose, to stand in the gap between lawlessness and civility. That's what we're sworn to do, and that's what we're going to do. You've been warned.
1: it's a
0: pretty sweet video.
2: <laughs> well, I love that guy. Oh.
1: Somebody, somebody is fired
0: up. Yeah, it's great. I mean, now uh, people will say, you know, the cynics will say, and fair, fair enough, it's politics. The guy is, yeah, he's he's up for re-election, I think, this year, and he's got some other controversies to deal with. So this looks good for him. But still, I stand by the statement. He stands by the statement. His cops stand by the statement. We will deputize. We will deputize gun owners.
2: Billy, you I felt owner- like he's. I felt like he meant what he said. He's not too. a guy I that I too. would feel like, I mean, just the sound of his voice, I don't feel like I would ever, like, if he was the manager at Menards, I would say, thank you, sir, and I would leave.
0: Thank you, sir. May
1: I put on two masks? The guy's <laughs> Would you is... like me to
2: clean up aisle 13 right. for I you? I clean it for you with my mask.
1: <laughs> I can't. I cannot believe that you discovered a poo that's wet for 20 <laughs> feet down the aisle. That's the part <laughs> oh, of that story that gets me the most. I love it. The strickiest poo ever. Um, all right, as we as we come to a close here, uh, we have to ask about the peg tooth. So, what is it's it like to have a wooden tooth in your mouth? Don't
0: have a wooden tooth. So, it's let me expo- let me set this up. I have poor genetics. Let's go there. I'm blame my father. My father has always taken the blame for this, as far as my especially as far as my teeth go. You know, the rest of my genetics, failed genetics, comes from a mixture of my parents. But so I have I have all my life had not tooth problems. Cause I didn't as a little as a kid, but then I had to get braces when I was like in sixth or seventh grade. And, um, when they were doing the X-rays, for yeah, when they were doing the X-rays, they said, you're missing seven adult teeth. Like they're not there. There's no buds for them or anything. They're never coming in. The nice thing is they said, the good news is you don't have room for them anyway. So a couple of my baby teeth never fell out. I had one here and one here. And I think I have one, I had one, I had one back here. I think it was pulled. I don't remember. I don't, doesn't even matter. But I had two next to your, whatever these two front teeth are called, right next to those, I had two baby teeth. And uh, several years ago, I think I was in high school or college, I had them built up to make them look like adult teeth. But they are always baby teeth. And I knew that one day I'm going to have to have um, implants put in, some sort of bridge or an implant. A baby, I'm gonna, a baby
1: I'm gonna, toothectomy.
0: Yes. And I'm going have to have, <laughs> I'm gonna have to have these baby teeth pulled. And I'm gonna have to have, I'm gonna, I want to have something permanent, something that will last longer than I do. And so I'm going to have implants put in, they put a little titanium, they'll put a titanium thing in there and stuff. So I decided that's what I'm going to do, but we keep putting it off the wife and I, cause we've talked about it for a few years because it'd be nice to have that. So you don't look like, you know, a homeless person with rotten teeth. So I decided, okay, we're, we'll do this eventually. Cause it's going to cost like 7,000 bucks. That's after insurance is going to cost like seven grand. And so we keep putting it off and I'm like, you know what? Let's just put it off my teeth they're They're, they're there. They're in there now. At least there's not a hole there as we keep putting it off and we're like we'll do it one day and especially if it, if we ever if you ever lose one it gets loose it you have to it pops out whatever we'll we'll get it done then but let's just you know we'll put it off and i'm happy to put it off though i wanted to have it done not putting it off was a problem
1: so then you entered a hot dog eating contest no. and tell them what happened from there. no
0: so then this last fall in football practice see, i'm not supposed to say this publicly probably but i scrimmaged with the football with the high school boys but I can't wear pads or anything, so I'm just Which me. Which
2: is sort of is like Kirby of your,
1: bouncing through his dreamland.
2: Is it is that because of your baby teeth that they let you play with the high school? No, no. Students, it's just, or... so I work on the line
1: with the linemen,
0: the defensive linemen, the offensive linemen, and I'll go across from them. And I said, "Some block me, treat me just like I've got pads on. Don't worry about it." And that's how I pictures of rolling you around. That's how I picture. messed <laughs> up. That's how just, I at the end of I've messed up a couple ribs and done some other stuff. But I caught I this a last giant lock, snowball. I know. So this last football season, like in October or so, I catch a helmet right to the mouth, right to the kisser, right? And I feel something pop, and I go, oh, man. So afterwards, I check it, and this tooth over here has gotten a little bit loose, right there. That one's a little bit loose. I thought, well, I think it's going to be fine. So I left it. I left it alone. Had no problems with it until the beginning of this month, beginning, or beginning of June. I'm having dinner at my daughter's birthday party, and I bite down and, cup. And just searing pain shoots through my jaw and up into my eyeball. I thought, oh no, I have broken that tooth and I've dislodged it. But it was just wiggling and it wasn't coming out. And I thought, well, maybe, maybe I just bumped it real bad and it just hurt. And it's like it's and the reason that it feels like it's sticking down a little bit is because it's swollen behind there. I, that's, I'm I'm being optimistic, which is not You're in so my stupid. nature. stupid.
1: Anyway, continue.
0: And so continue. I, it's getting looser. And th- it's it's loose. And so I don't tell my wife about it, right? And about two, three weeks later, I'm having dinner again, and my wife and kids are out of town last weekend, and I'm having dinner, and I bite down and crunch and just tear the snot sh- out of this thing. And and it's because this tooth had, was because it was a little bit loose, had pointed in a little bit and caught on my bottom teeth tooth while I was chewing, and I'm just, again, searing pain. And the pain goes away, but it's super loose. Then, and so my wife gets home, and I show her what has gone on. And, uh, and... <laughs> And so then on monday i'm like "It is is really really loose and i hit something else and it finally just completely busted free and that's what i have now, right
1: now. so does the wooden tooth and you made the wooden tooth out of the old so deck i don't room, have a wooden tooth yet right so there. what
0: we th- what we were afraid was going to happen one is now i'm going to get the implant so it's, now this this whole process that's got to start so now i go over today thinking they're going to start the implant process no. What they did was they did a CT scan, a couple of them around my head, found it was empty, and also that I have
2: teeth <laughs> problems.
0: And so they didn't. So you have to
2: wait for them to build right. so and doing, shape right. this wooden tooth. They have to right. send it to a so carpenter to do, in Israel well, do, in order they to shape did impr- this it right. they, yes.
0: impre- they did impressions, and so that's great. And so I saw this other video tooth over here that's going to wind up getting pulled, but they can't do anything now because. I'm going on vacation in a little over a week. So the end of next week, what I'm going to do next Thursday before we record and maybe, maybe we can do what you and I talked about, about baby doing today is that you can call me if you want. I don't know. And I'm going to have this baby tooth pulled and they're going to have, by that time, they will have built some false ones that get hooked to a little retainer. And it'll be fake teeth that go in and fill the gaps. And I'll have those for a couple weeks until I get back from vacation and can schedule a new appointment. Then they'll take those. They'll remove that for a little bit drill two titanium screws up into my jaw right and then give me the false ones back over that and that has to heal from anywhere from two to six months and then i go back in and they put the implant on top of those screws and screw these things into my head and apparently they will last they will they will last longer than i will like when i'm dead and gone a hundred years from now they will still be sitting there in what was my coffin
2: oh wow so that's the adventure real fast it
1: got dark well i am glad that you're trading in the wooden tooth for something more permanent i do (laughs) think that that is something that will benefit you yes so i'm i'm feeling bad for you i am feel teeth teeth well i don't but if i was if i had a good heart i would well don't you have a messed up jaw too or something oh my gosh my jaw's like out of line i need to have like reconstructions. It's a mess.
0: He chews on yeah. one side, he tells me, which is amazing. As much food as he eats. Just think how much he would eat if he had a fully functioning jaw. This
1: side does not, like, match up. I can't. It actually doesn't come together. That's how bad my jaws. Wow. Yeah. I have, like, a very bad jaw. And... I'm not gonna do anything about it because I'm not going under the knife. Are you kidding me? No. I'm not redoing well, they have to Rock.
0: won't they won't they have to take the mandible back here and mess that up and then push it forward? Oh,
1: yeah, it, and then you have to do braces again Ugh. after because generally they that have to move your jaw. Oh, it's awful. Ball. i'd rather I'd rather have a messed up jaw. Mm, that's terrible. Yuck. Wow.
2: So yeah, that I think that we should do some YouTube videos about trying to pull that other baby tooth, like before yeah. they get it, like tie it to a drone. And them, you know that sort of stuff.
0: Gonna, I could start doing some stuff like that. Oh, I might have to try that. I'll start working on wiggling it around before next week. Yeah, Guys, I'm.
1: I'm done with this. I'm slamming done. the I'm
2: door. drones. Karen.
1: Karen, can you be sure to update us on what happens with you and the manager? Oh,
2: I'll update you. Yeah. We need I'm, an update I'm on that. i there tomorrow.
1: And let us know if you have to call in the Chrissy
0: reinforcements, because I would like to hear her side of this if she has to get pulled into it.
1: Yes, I feel like Christy was embarrassed by this and just isn't saying it. Oh, but no, it's. I will em- find that out too. She's and, not embarrassed. And,
0: uh, it- she's not embarrassed by the situation. She's embarrassed by her, you know, her by little, Karen,
1: her little husband. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at me, man, and bring your wooden tooth. You over know, here, like insane. you know, Christy's like on her on the phone with her mom right now, being like, she was just terrible. You should have seen her. <laughs> 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 she was out of control, asking for the manager. Uh, oh, man. Oh,
2: focus. Don't you have a hoagie to eat on one side of your mouth?
1: I, did. I would he, love, I'm sorry, a hoagie, Joe, a submarine, you if mean?
2: It's
0: Joe, if it's jaw working, you have two hoagies. Cal- <laughs> all
1: right, calm down. You were getting rolled around the football to, you know field and you lost your wooden tooth, so I don't want to hear it.
4: The
0: Church Boys.
4: It was a dark black mask, and I thought it looked okay. It looked like the Lone Ranger.